0: You two still doing their residency in Vegas at Sphere, but they'll wrap things up in March. Do you hear who's the next uh, band taking
1: over at Sphere? Not the next. I know. I know. We talked about Fish being in there for a yeah. few day run.
0: I'll give you a hint. Kind of a similar vibe to Fish. The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. Hmm. Well, the version of the Grateful Dead that is. Still out there touring Yeah Obviously Jerry Garcia Is no longer around
1: Just so weird For all the fans That the Grateful Dead have I know they got Like the Deadheads And like the Dedicated fan base I couldn't name A single Grateful Dead song Like I know the band It's super popular But like I don't know Any of their music You don't know this song? No Touch of Grey Casey Jones You know that one? I mean, maybe to hear it, but like when you say Grateful Dead, I just picture the fan base and none of the music. It's probably a big factor in them
0: uh, getting into the Sphere. The, the fan base, you know, Deadheads will travel and go see a, the band not only once, but they'll they'll buy tickets to every single show. Mm-hmm. Like there's Deadheads who'll probably move down there as long as they're playing at Sphere and go every chance they get.
1: Oh yeah, big time.
0: And another reason Grateful Dead probably. Um, the, the perfect fit, uh, acid. <laughs> Can you imagine being oh. in that venue? Like you've seen the images from the U2 show. Yeah, with, you know it, it's basically your 360 degrees of crazy artwork moving on the ceiling. Do you even need acid? <laughs> acid like might it, be too much. It feels like you're on acid when you're not on acid.
1: Yeah, like you can look at any painting, you can look at a tree on acid and you're seeing a Sphere level of entertainment. <laughs> like it might be, there might be some freakouts going yeah, on.
0: A little too much maybe. Maybe. This could backfire on Sphere. Here's hoping that Elmo has a better week this week than he did last. We were talking on the show about uh, Elmo posting on his Twitter, asking his followers how they're doing and then getting bombarded with negative comments, depressing comments. Yeah. Elmo's doing fine. It's everybody else who's doing terrible, (laughs) I think. Elmo went on the Today Show to talk about that. Um, This is a feud I never saw coming. Another guest that morning was Larry David, Curb (laughs) Your Enthusiasm. And Larry ended up walking over to Elmo behind the couch and physically assaulting him.
2: What? What? All right, let's go over to Alfred. Check the weather. Oh, and not, yet, not Wait, true.
3: wait,
2: wait, not not yet. Wait. Yet. wait, wait, yet. wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. Oh! oh. 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 oh my gosh! Oh. you wow. love Elmo. Don't you? Wow. Oh Elmo, my you God! Okay. Mr. Larry, Elmo liked you before. Ask permission. <laughs> ask
3: permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. Oh. Let's,
2: let's, oh. let's get back on the couch. Mm. and Let's talk about how
3: you're feeling. <laughs> they would have canceled the show, Elmo. <laughs> <They would've laughs> <last season. laughs>
2: All right, Larry, you've gone too far this time. Yes, Larry. Somebody somebody (laughs) had to do it.
0: (laughs) Larry gave Elmo a face shove. Is that what it was? Took a swing at him too. (laughs) Like he
1: he whiffed on the punch, but he he took a swing at (laughs) Elmo. Wow, I would have I know Larry's a curmudgeon, but never seen him go physical before. Like It's like Elmo uh, dipped twice in the dip, dipped a chip twice. (laughs) What social faux pas did Elmo pull off? (laughs) He
0: didn't respect the wood. (laughs) Got to use a coaster, respect the wood. Um, Larry had a change of heart, sat down and ended up apologizing afterwards. Sorry.
2: Do you have fairy. something you want to say to Elmo? And I would look, at, look at the camera and please- And from your give heart. Him, give him a camera shot. From, from where? From your heart. Okay, go ahead. We're ready. <clears> what <throat> organ are you talking about? From your heart. Okay, go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry.
1: I, I just want to apologize. <laughs>
2: You, Larry. That's okay. very big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry.
1: Okay. Thank you. what, right. what is and
2: Louis, will you drop the lawsuit? Elmo accepts it, it, your apology. Oh, he, he, said he, he accepts, accepts Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Thank you. Elmore, oh, thank God. you. You are such a sweetheart. <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Elmo. Yes. We're sorry. Elmo, uh, Larry, you are not a sweetheart. Have <laughs> <laughs> you
1: ever heard that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: really sorry. Okay. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, know I know you are. We can tell that you are. All right. The beef has been quashed, but.
1: That's live television for you. <laughs> I'd love to see more humans fight more muppets. I think it's, it's bound to happen. I do love when
0: a muppet. I almost wish that Larry had thrown Elmo across the room. That's my favorite when a muppet goes flying through the air and yeah, you see yeah. their legs and arms flapping around like they'll, they'll just fly through the the frame on the TV. Yeah, you, know? you got to be quick. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. oh my gosh. I love it. You. Oh my okay. God. Mr. Murray, I've never liked you before! Will you love them or will you leave them? Will you choose the ring, or choose freedom? Take a hockey game, or will you keep them? Either way, one thing is free. Will you love
0: them or will you leave them? Propose now, we're never gonna see them. You'll never get down dirty under the sheets. You and somebody's get four golden seats. Hey, it's up to you. So every day this week, we are going to introduce you to one of our qualifiers for our Love'em or Leave'em contest. This is a person who has been waiting for their partner to pop the question, wondering why it hasn't happened yet. And they have said, uh, Taz and Jim, give them the ultimatum or her the ultimatum. Mm -hmm. Put them on the spot on Valentine's Day. They can choose love them, propose on the air, take an engagement ring from J.B. Simpson Jewelers, or they can pick, leave them, break up, end the relationship, and go see some hockey. Now, our first qualifier here is a young lady named Kelby. Let's see if we can get her on the line. Hello? Hi, is this Kelby Hughes-Brown?
2: Hi, speaking.
0: Hi, it's Taz and Jim calling from the radio.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Good. Did you enter a contest online?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Okay, good. You're uh, one of our qualifiers.
2: Oh, my God, that's so exciting.
0: Why are we creepy talking? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we may have woken Kelby up.
2: Uh, just a little bit. I'm curled up with my dog right now. Well, one of them.
0: Yeah, uh, You've got two dogs. Yes, I do. And you have a dog dad who is in the household as well, his name is Andrew. He's your boyfriend, and how long have you two been living together?
2: Uh, We've been living together for just over two and a half years.
0: Okay. Hmm. I I find that three-year point is a pretty common time to make a decision whether or not you're going to
1: keep going and commit Mm -hmm. or you're going to break it off. So I think this is Mm -hmm. perfect.
2: Yes, 100%.
1: After after three years, all the dirty laundry's out there. Like you can't really get to uh, know a person better than you can after three years. What's waiting? What's taking so long for you guys? What's he oh, telling you, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> Why hasn't he he's proposed yet? That
2: at school for sure. He's school. Waiting. He wants to wait till he's done school. He thinks that uh, he's too into school and he's not able to put all of his attention towards me and the dogs. Um, but that's not how I see it. I just think he's a little too scared to take that next step too soon. Like, he doesn't want to rush into it, even though we've been together for so long.
1: How old are you guys?
2: <laughs> I am 25, and he is 23. Whoa! Whoa. Okay, so you're a little older, so yeah. you're a
1: little more ready to settle down. He's still 23.
2: A tiny bit more.
1: <laughs> How long will you stick around if he doesn't propose?
0: Like, what's your timeline? If he says, you know, when I'm 30, I might consider uh, getting married, but, you know, I'm only 23. How would you respond to that, Kelby?
2: Um, I find we kind of meet in the middle, so we're like 24-ish together. Um, So I would give our relationship age uh, a couple more years, maybe two or three, and then I kind of will... Go on So the the
0: five-year mark, yeah, you go on a walk with the dogs (laughs) and never go. Uh (laughs) And what are his feelings on the Toronto Maple Leafs?
2: I mean, he does like hockey.
0: Are you concerned that if we confront him on Valentine's Day with the ultimatum, love him or leave him, he will take the hockey tickets instead of the engagement ring?
2: I think he would need to be more concerned about his his well-being. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay,
0: that sounds like a threat. <laughs> it sounds like a Carrie Underwood situation <laughs> in the making. Okay, I Kelby.
2: Ready. Well,
0: you, you have qualified. We could be calling Andrew if you guys are the grand prize couple on Valentine's Day. And he'll have to choose. Love them and take a $5,000 engagement ring from J.B. Simpson Jewelers or leave them, break up with you and take 3 buddies to go see Toronto play hockey at Scotiabank Arena.
2: Oh, that's so exciting. Will you love them or will you leave them? Will you choose the ring or choose freedom?
0: Peacock, Devin peacock. peacock, our sports guy is here. This is something to get excited about. Back to back World Cups with Canada playing. And this one is on home turf, kind of spread out. <laughs> I love like Europe, they're in one country and then they come to North America and they're in three countries with a, just a giant landmass.
3: <laughs> it's great for Canada because it's great for Canada because we didn't have to be included in that. They could have just done entirely the United States, maybe even entirely Mexico. So this is going to be Canada, United States, and Mexico. Wouldn't it be
0: nice for each of You know, we're doing North America the next three.
3: We'll do Canada, we'll do Mexico, we'll do the United States. Here's the problem for Canada is we don't really have like the stadiums that are FIFA level.
1: Yeah, we don't want to pull a Brazil, build two new ones, abandon them four years what later. One in the jungle? That's yeah, like... yeah, and there goes like six. It's, it doesn't matter if it's World Cup, Olympics... They say it brings money to the community and it does kind of to individual businesses, but overall, they always lose money. Honestly, this is kind of better that we're not doing
3: it all ourselves instead of the Olympics, which is again like this huge financial burden you have to assume. But what it's like if your friend
0: bought a Lamborghini and he let you drive it on weekends, (laughs) right? And you didn't have to pay
3: for it. Yeah. Do (laughs) not smash it. It's the best possible thing for Canada because, A, like one of the best things about hosting is you get automatic entry. So Canada's in the World Cup for 2026. But they're going to play all their games in the group stage in Canada. So if they get all the way to the final, which... Probably not going to happen, but crazy you things could happen. They scored their first World Cup goal last uh, last time around. So that so if they get to the final, that would be in New Jersey. But they're going to be in front of a home crowd in Toronto and Vancouver for all the group stage games, which is going to be a huge benefit for the team. So it's going to be a ton of fun, but also for Canadians to be able to say you went to a World Cup on home soil. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's huge.
3: Even New Jersey, like. New Jersey's a lot closer than Vancouver for
0: us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the fact
3: they're playing in New Jersey, that's still doable. Closer yeah. than France. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. The big question for Canada is they have an interim head coach right now. John Herdman was the head coach. He's now the coach of uh, Toronto FC. His former assistant, who is a former uh, team member from back in the day, is now the interim head coach. Soccer Canada needs to hire a new uh, leadership, and then they're going to hire the new head coach but they need to figure out who their head coach is gonna be because even though it's two years from now you need to get rocking and rolling right now because you cannot leave this to the last minute
0: so two years from now June 12th will be the first Team Canada World Cup game ever on home soil pretty cool one of the great action stars Carl Weathers has passed away. Welcome,
2: one and all, to the City of Lights, Las Vegas, and to one of the most unusual events in years, East meets West. Age versus youth in a Goodwill exhibition match as the former champion Apollo Creed takes on a mountain of muscle from the Soviet Union, Ivan Drago. I feel good.
0: Apollo Creed, one of the the great characters... Started out as an antagonist, turned into one of Rocky's best friends, and Sylvester Stallone, obviously, was very upset to hear the news that his friend had passed away. Here he is in a message that he posted on social media.
3: Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it's it's a horrible loss. Carl Weathers
0: was 76, passed away in his sleep. Uh, that's all we know at this point. But there was an outpouring from uh, the Hollywood community. People really loved the guy. Of course he was Apollo Creed, but also Predator.
1: Loved the movie.
0: You had uh, Arnold posting that iconic... Handshake, oh The arm God. lock between two of the biggest biceps on the planet at that point. The two most masculine men to ever <laughs> be on the silver screen. I just wish I could be involved in a handshake like that one day. I don't think it's ever going to happen. You couldn't get
1: your hand in that frame, Taz.
0: Get your little girly hand out of here. <laughs> yeah, He was uh, on The Mandalorian more recently. He joined the Star Wars universe. Um, arrested development. He played himself. A very funny version of himself, and Jim. I think for your generation, Carl Weathers
1: will always be Chubs from Happy Gilmore. Oh, right? Oh my God! Yeah, just uh, you know, a mentor to all of us. Basically, taught us all about the happy place, a guiding light, a, a guiding light, and honestly, just a uh, just a good man. And that's exactly what. Uh, Adam Sandler said about him, he put a statement out, he said, a true great man a great dad, great actor, great athlete so much fun to be around always smart as hell, loyal as hell funny as hell, loved his sons more than anything what a guy, my wife and I had the best times around him when we saw him, love to his entire family, Carl will always be known as a true legend Rest in peace, Carl Weathers
3: Shut up, happy don't feel bad about me my hand back, see. you have only just begun to white lace and promise, a kiss for luck, and we're on our way.
0: Last night. It was the Grammy Awards. Here are the big winners.
2: For best pop solo performance. The Grammy goes to Flowers, Mari Stiles. For best pop vocal album. Taylor Swift for *Midnights*. For song of the year. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. For best new artist. Victoria. For record of the year, Flowers Miley Cyrus. For the album of the year, Taylor Swift.
0: I need more of these pop stars to date NFL players so I recognize their names. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift, obviously, I mm-hmm. know who she is. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Cleaned up. She did very well last night at the Grammys. No big surprise. And no big surprise, they put rock on the back burner.
3: Hmm. And all
0: these musical awards. They do it with the Junos, too, where like the rock acts don't get the same amount of uh, screen time during the broadcast that uh, all the pop categories do. So here we go. Best rock performance. Arctic Monkeys, Black Pumas, Boy Genius, Foo Fighters, Metallica nominated. Boy Genius, not strong enough. The winner, Best Rock Song, Boy Genius again, not strong enough. Beat out Queens of the Stone Age. Olivia Rodrigo, is she a rocker? No. That's an interesting one. Rolling Stones were in there, Foo Fighters, but Boy Genius had a good night. And they won Best Rock Song, Best Rock Album, Paramore, This Is Why. They are against Metallica, Greta Van Fleet, Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, and Best Metal Performance. Here we go. Metallica, 72 seasons, was the big winner in that category. Nice. Now, after the Grammy Awards, this is kind of wild. Uh, one of the, the big winners of the night, Killer Mike, you may know him, uh, Run the Jewels. They're great. Killer Mike was arrested after winning three Grammys. He got in some sort of physical altercation outside of the venue Hmm. and was led away in handcuffs, booked for misdemeanor battery.
1: What could, I don't know what, I'm trying to figure out like what exactly happened, but it's funny because like Will Smith slapped a guy on stage. At, at an award show, and was let to, got, got to go home f- later that night. Well, not only that, he, he got arrested. to sit in the audience until he won his and, award. Yeah, just but Killer Mike, I don't know what happened. So who knows? Maybe he did cross a line. He that should have assaulted very, the guy on live television, yeah, and everything so. would have been fine. I think so. I think part of the problem <laughs> is having the name Killer Mike too, and they just assume you're guilty. Yeah, the rapper was handcuffed, escorted by Los
0: Angeles police down to the station, and you got to think, there's cameras that were around, so I'm sure we'll see some video of what exactly happened, get a description, but obviously it happened uh, pretty late after the awards show. Uh, We'll keep an eye on that situation. we got a text message here. Hey, Taz, did you get to meet any of the players at the NHL All-Star Weekend? Um, uh, None of the current players, like none of the guys that were taking part in the... uh, in the event on the ice like i didn't they're busy. I didn't meet Connor McDavid or Matthews or Marner. Uh-huh. But there was some of the older uh, boys that were kicking around the area and I bumped into a few
1: I'd say legends. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you meet Wayne Gretzky who you <laughs> swore to me you would meet and become friends with? <laughs> You said That was my mission.
0: I was like, if I could shake Wayne Gretzky's hand, I would be thrilled.
1: Shake his hand. You were talking like, if I get five minutes with this guy, we are going to be, I'm going to get his phone number. I think gonna I'm be going to win friends. him over. You said, I said, oh, if you see Wayne Gretzky, you got to get a picture with him. And you said, no, no, no. You only take pictures if you're a fan. And with these guys, you can either be a friend or a fan. So if I'm in the booth or the box with Wayne, we're going to have a beer and we're going to become best friends, but I will not get a picture with him. And you didn't even meet him? No. I was promised. You know, uh, Nolsey from the
0: Pearside Pub, we were doing our show there on Friday. He's the one who brought me Mm -hmm. to the the skills comp, and he has a former NHL player that comes out to his pub occasionally uh, who now does like a musical act, plays acoustic guitar, sings fantastic. Craig Needhouse Mm -hmm. used to play for the Bruins. So he was playing at this bar, uh, just around the corner from Scotiabank Arena, bottom line. We went in there to see Craig do his performance, and Knowlesy had told me and a couple other guys, Gretzky's gonna be there. <laughs> it's gonna Gretzky will be there. He made it sound like we were sitting down for a steak dinner with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> Gretzky did not show up. Just Paulina? <laughs> Paulina. <laughs> no, no member of the Gretzky what? family that I noticed. Was was in the uh, the bar, but one of Gretzky's BFFs was there, Mark Messier. Okay, that's cool. Did I, you talk to him? No, no. Oh. At that point, I'd had a couple beers, and he's getting swarmed by people. You could tell he didn't really. He was with his family. I think he didn't want to be. Uh, bothered, but Knowlesy went over to him. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, of all weekends where you can't get upset, you get approached, it's probably All-Star Weekend. I hope nobody's harassed him, but that's the weekend where you are an ambassador, basically. I
0: saw Cujo, who I played ball hockey with last summer, mm-hmm. said hi to him. Uh, killer, uh, bumped into Doug Gilmore. Cool. Had a little chat with Dougie. I wish I bumped into uh, Buble. Yeah, yeah. on On Friday night, that guy seems like a real party. He was involved on Thursday night in that draft uh, thing. He's one of the honorary captains for the All Star game, and people were like, w- "Why is Buble acting so weird? He seems a little too amped up, off kilter." Hmm. Some might describe him. Um, well, during. <laughs> A press conference after the uh, the the draft he was involved in, and I don't know if he was kidding, but he said he was high on magic mushrooms the whole time.
1: My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. <laughs> so, I'll be honest. I thought I was in blades of glory for most of the time that I was out there, <laughs> until it. Sort of settled down, and then I realized, holy fish, I am at the NHL, all Star Game. <laughs> so funny that he's saying that at the press conference. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: He, must have, he must have still been uh, feeling the effects, because he, he,
1: you'd think a guy of his caliber, celebrity, would censor that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he's just like, what are they going to do? Get him in trouble? What are, what are the odds that that friend who gave him the fake microdose pill is Justin Bieber? Because Justin Bieber showed up wearing a mushroom coat, basically. He looked like the Cheshire cat in human form. like That big pink fur coat yeah, he was and wearing? Yeah, like, and, and, and Buble's just going <laughs> to listen to a buddy, give him a small dose of mushrooms. You're going to listen to Bieber if Bieber tells you. Try one
0: of these. It's a microdose. Don't worry about it.
1: I got a feeling they were all doing it. Birds weren't the only thing
0: flying high, <laughs> Buble, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Remember last week on the show, we were talking about how completely normal it is to save hair clippings and teeth that fall off of your child. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. Yeah, exactly. Some... You're weird if you
1: don't do it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I, some of it's weird, some of it's not. A lock of hair, normal. Okay. Yeah, fingernails, not so much. <laughs> dandruff, also weird. <laughs> Jar dandruff. <laughs>
0: this is this is a salt shaker dandruff. It <laughs> fell off your head when you were a child. Oh, memories. memories. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was able to add to my children's teeth collection because <laughs> <laughs> don't say it like that. Well, everybody's telling me how normal it is to <laughs> save your children's teeth. What's wrong with having a collection of children's teeth and getting excited when another one falls out of their face? I, just some, for some reason, the way you're saying it, I don't like it. I'm trying to prove a point. <laughs> I still think it's kind of weird. Anyways, my son Grayson, he had a, his front. This is like the premier tooth, eh? The two front teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. They write Christmas songs about them. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he's already got one adult tooth that's in, mm-hmm. a big chomber at the front, and his, the, the one next door had been hanging on for a while. But on Saturday night, we finally did the old tie the um, dental floss around it, mm-hmm. and I yanked it out, and we filmed it. Listen.
1: I'll tell you when to go. It doesn't hurt, remember? Four.
0: Five, four,
3: Look at mommy, nice. Look at mommy, nice. three,
1: three, two,
0: two four, let's
3: go.
2: You're a it tiny happened. pop. <laughs> you you got, you're, got <laughs> you're so brave. <bright.
0: laughs> <laughs> it flew across the room. It actually landed on his dresser. Here, let's...
1: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, the pop and then the hitting the dresser. <laughs> it is so funny, too, seeing how much bigger the adult tooth is than the baby oh, tooth. Yeah. Like, seeing him side by side, you're like, wow, it is huge.
0: Well, especially now, because he's got one adult tooth in the middle... And he's got no tooth next to it. And on the other side, he has no tooth. So, he's he got old Chomper there. <laughs> looks like you should be opening tin cans with his mouth <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> but pretty exciting. Now, the bad news is the tooth fairy took it. So uh, I, I actually couldn't add it to my collection. Dang. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> next time, I'm going to have to hide it somewhere and yeah, keep it yeah, for yeah. myself. <laughs> Children's teeth. I collect them. Totally normal.